welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 238. My name is Conor Mahern, and with me this week, he's coming up with new ideas, new packaging concepts, new scents, new things we can do. It's Rich Walker. I don't know what that means. She's like a baby that is handed over to somebody else, and then they get to choose what they do with her. It's Alice Bell. Hi, I don't know what what that is this week. <laughs> What's going on? Well, I'm I'm a little bit confused. You didn't hear about the advent calendar to end all advent calendars. Zoella's oh. lifestyle, twelve days of Christmas. Well, of course, uh, we were all thinking of that, which uh, was available on sale at Boots for fifty pounds. Bargain. Has, Did you buy two? Has since they since had to drop. The the price because there was £21.57 uh, uh, <laughs> worth in the £50 advent Amazing. calendar. Yeah. Uh, but hold on, the cardboard, that could be, you know, £29 worth. If it was really nice it's cardboard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could be good, like... good, strong cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Alice Bell, you left me last week. It, I'm sorry, yeah. To speak to a mouse. Oh. Went to Disneyland for two mm. days. No, yeah. we can we can go into this a bit further. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah, later on. But did you enjoy yourself? I did. Thank you. There were because we went in the winter, and there weren't like there weren't no children, but there were much fewer children. So I obviously enjoyed that. that <laughs> a lot of grown ups there on their own though, which I think is a bit weird. I mean, like me and Jim obviously did not have children with us, but yeah. we weren't like by. I love that. Like, a lot of grown-ups by themselves, weirdos. <laughs> no, we I were mean, also like, by ourselves. No, 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 I mean like single adult grown-ups without, like, not in a couple or anything. All right. Oh, yeah, that is that slightly is, odd. That is yeah. slightly odd. Yeah. Mm. What were the queues like? Were they still bad? No, no, they're pretty good. Nothing, oh. nothing more than half an hour, I think. Half an hour. That still feels like a long time, but I know for a fact that I've queued three hours for some things. Exactly, In yeah. the past, yeah. Like what? The Nemesis at Alton Towers. At Alton Towers. <laughs> yeah. So, stupid idiots for queuing up at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> yeah. But if it was at Alton Towers... Oh, mate, the Nemesis. Did you, did you lose a limb or anything? No. You no, were one of the lucky ones? Maybe it worth it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, um... Yeah, I like the Nemesis. i got a lot of time for it. Got a lot of time for Nemesis. i got a lot of time for the Nemesis. Three hours, in fact. <laughs> On to the news this week, and look, I won't beat around the bush, we all know what's coming, Ugh. it's Star Wars related, of course it's Star Wars related. What else So much Star Wars news, and like a lot of the Star Wars news then rendered older Star Wars news redundant because it overwrote, it retconned previous <laughs> yeah. Star Wars news. Exactly, so if we go over, we spoke about, about it last week, I'm trying to remember what point we finished at exactly... They oh, ha- I can't but, 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 anyway, we pick it up now, uh, and in the past seven days, that was it. It was the day before they did the AMA. So, right, the the, the developers did uh, Reddit AMA on the Star Wars Battlefront Two subreddit, and it didn't go all that well. People were still very cross and asked many questions about the game, the progression system, and the developers. They spoke about their displeasure on how the game has been received as well you know they they were this is not what we wanted however yeah. the story did go on after that and the belgian gaming commission has launched an investigation into battlefront 2 and overwatch over their loot boxes yeah you must also say that in the last seven days ea this was fucking mental because this happened was this at the weekend i'm trying to remember i think yeah it was just yeah, I think it was just on launch or just after launch. Yeah, 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 yeah. EA disabled microtransactions. Temporarily. That is the important caveat. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they said they're going to fix the progression system, right? So this is the first step, just switching it off for now, while they kind of fumble around and figure out what to do, I'm guessing. So the the direct quote was, we, we hear you loud and clear, so we're turning off all in-game purchases. We will now spend more time listening, adjusting, balancing, and tuning. This means that the option to purchase crystals in the game is now offline, and all progression will be earned through gameplay. That is, like the important thing to note is that they have just temporarily flipped the switch, as you say, yeah. Alice. And this call apparently came from on high. We, talk, we were talking yeah. about the mouse earlier. Yeah. This there was there was conflicting reports because Venture Beat said that it was. Uh, I think they said it was Walt Disney's. Yeah, the chairman Bob Iger, Iger Iger, and then the Washington Post. Uh, they said that it was... Oh, I can't remember now. I have it written down here somewhere. But they said it was someone else involved. Either way, mm. people are saying that it was Disney, Disney getting calls, on to Andrew yeah. Wilson and saying, you better sort this fucking shit out. Yeah, yeah. Because people are... Like, this is making mainstream headlines. <laughs> the film's fucking coming out. In a bit, like, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. film's coming out in a month and people aren't talking about Star Wars glowingly. <laughs> so you better... Cop on to yourself here. But who who's going to make the connection between microtransactions in Star Wars Battlefront 2 with the film? Well, I'm not going to see Last Jedi so now. So many people. I'm not going to see that now because uh, microtransactions or something. I, I, like, I guarantee <laughs> like some parents or something will hear a garbled kind of Chinese whispers thing. Like right, this morning, right. me and Colin were talking about how Colin never saw a set of stairs until he was like 12. Yeah. Right. Which what? is the truth. <laughs> which is how Chinese whispers <laughs> right, uh, occur. Okay. So... That isn't where the story ends. Lucasfilm then came out. Obviously, uh, what are they now? I suppose a division of Disney, I yeah. suppose. Uh, yeah. Uh, so a spokesperson uh, was talking to the Washington Post and <laughs> I, I enjoyed their quote. They said that Star Wars has always been about the fans and whether it's Battlefront or any other Star Wars experience, they come first. That's why we support EA's decision to remove in-game payments to address fan concerns. But again... No mention of temporarily. I wonder if Disney know that this is only the a temporary is, solution. Like the mm. thing is, even if it is turned off forever, the progression system, even without loot boxes, is kind of a bit fucked, in my opinion. But yeah. I guess we'll get on to that. But it is, it's so, it's very complex. I don't think it's complex and grindy, obviously, to try and encourage people to buy stuff. It hasn't encouraged them that well, though, Alice, well, because no. physical sales are down. By just over 60% on the original Star Wars Battlefront. It's UK box sales, we should say, not, yeah. not global. And mm. it's also worth noting that EA themselves have said that digital sales are up. No, digital sales are hardly up 60%. Like, you know, they're probably not making up the rest of the numbers. Yeah. But, you know, to be fair, they did say that. But yeah, this has just been a massive shit start. Today, actually... Uh, a French senator has also... Uh, oh, who did it? What, what, I'm trying to remember what the story <laughs> was. He's written to someone to he, complain about it as well. Yeah, yeah, It's basically. getting out of hand. And it's a shame because I don't think, like... The game itself isn't horrible. It's not terrible. There are lots no. of nice touches in it. It's you can tell game. it's made by people that really like Star Wars, probably mm-hmm. really excited to work on a Star Wars game. It's like, it's decent enough. It's just the way that... And the loot boxes... I mean, I've kind of changed my opinion of loot boxes and I think they're kind of shitty. But... They're not, the loot boxes themselves aren't, I don't think, especially or a lot more aggressive than mm. uh, and other games that have had loot boxes. But the way they're integrated is, I think, needlessly and, and potentially deliberately 
complicated and convoluted to kind of encourage you to buy more. Not just that, it, the, the cards you do get can upset the balance. So Yeah, I think, I mean, people have been saying like it doesn't thing. really affect it. I think no, it does. It does, it does. It's it, one of the few games that is an example of where it actually does have an impact. Is it gambling though, Rich? Um, because that's how you nip this loot box thing in the bud. And yeah. if it's ruled by... Uh, whatever I said a while ago, the Belgian Gambling Commission or Gaming Commission and whoever this French senator has written to... (laughs) He's got too much time on his hands. (laughs) Yeah, whoever... Like, if if it's decided, yes, this is gambling, and, you know, you have to go through the same process as Paddy Power and Ladbrokes or whatnot... Mm. When the fun stops, stop. Exactly. That's when... That's when we don't see loot boxes in games anymore. Well, uh, fewer, um, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I don't see loot boxes in Overwatch so much as gambling because you only get cosmetic items. I know you get a random chance at like a skin or something, but that how, has... How to play Devil's Advocate, how is that different to Star Wars? Because Star Wars grants you star cards that augment your abilities. So if you get like an epic star card, that gives you a boosted version of an ability. So it gives you an edge. Now, the issue is, is that if you put a fiver mm-hmm. on whatever, whatever yeah. sporting thing you want to bet on, Arsenal to beat Spurs at the yeah. weekend. Yeah. If Arsenal win, you win whatever the odds were. If it was yeah. like f- fucking 10 to 1, you win 500, whatever. I'm not great at maths. 50, <laughs> even 500. Uh, however, if Arsenal don't win or it's yeah. a draw... Then you lose. Yeah. With loot boxes, you Get are getting something. something. Yeah. And that's mm. the loophole, I would imagine. I I, I think yeah. that yeah, that that would brought up, and also like um, sticker packs and stuff. That is the same thing, just for less money, I guess. But I I am not a gambler, but I would say if I was, I'd get a far greater satisfaction from winning money for putting on a stake mm. than getting a skin for <laughs> a character I like. I mean, we'll go with it because you don't <laughs> al- always even get stuff for the characters you like. There's no guarantee yeah. that... Yeah. You- anyway, we'll go into that later. But, but is... <laughs> because of the amount of pressure heaped on EA, yeah. do you think that they change... Because they have shown they do enjoy to change their tune. Yeah. Do they change their tune over it being a temporary solution? And, well, whether it's they change their tune or Disney puts the foot down. Is is this going to turn out to be a permanent solution? I don't think so. You think they will put them? I think that, but the thi- well, I don't know because if they do put them back on, then I think they'd have to change a lot more than just you know how much they cost or whatever. Like there are probably people fucking crunching right now, state dra- diagrams drawn all over the walls and shit, trying to figure it all out in in you know EA Dice because yeah, the way that it's so integrated in. Like the what you get in loot boxes is so integrated into the mm. progression system that more would have yeah. to be changed. And it's already out there now. There are already people with like full epic loadouts. You're gonna take all that stuff it away from people. Pisses me off. Yeah. This, is, this is what we spoke about last week when they had brought down the prices of Han Solo and yeah. uh, Darth Vader. Mm. That other people like might have bought them at yeah. full whatever it was sixty thousand <laughs> credits. So it, yeah. it's this. The whole thing has been a clusterfuck. <laughs> it really has, yeah. And it's a shame because it does kind of uh, kind of mess up what is otherwise quite a good game at its core. There, yeah, yeah the, the, a good. lot of the core 
the mm. core combat and the core me- mechanics good but um yeah. i guess we're getting into a, a later segment again here Yes, stop uh, it. I don't want any <laughs> bullshit from the two of you, okay? I'm sorry, Cullen. From from this point forward, no bullshit. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, so okay, you've done yeah. that. So Which you've is done that. very similar to Cyberpunk 2077, actually. Because mm. uh, The Witcher 3 developer, CD Projekt Red, they were asked a question on Twitter, wasn't it? Uh, ab- yeah. Ab- about microtransactions well, it was games so, as service well, it was, sorry yeah it was games right? as service yeah. and whether Cyberpunk 2077 what, would it kind of all stemmed from a um, interview that was in I think it was Polish mm-hmm. uh, with the CEO of CD Projekt and he talked about kind of their business model and how they make money and stuff and then they segued into asking about Cyberpunk 2077 and it kind it kind of he said like wow you know since we were speaking about business like we want Cyberpunk 2077 to be even more successful and commercially make a landmark etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. and the guy asking the questions was like well what about online kind of get multiplayer stuff it seems like you can't really want you know game can't be massively commercially successful without having that kind of mm-hmm. element to it as well and he was like yeah well yeah you know I think if you want to make a lot of money what like I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. But because of that, then someone tweeted saying, like, you know, are CD Projekt Red going to do um, games as a service or something? And then they replied on Twitter saying, no bullshit. We leave the greed to others. Yeah. Uh, the CD Projekt Red account said, when thinking CP2077, think nothing less than TW3. Huge single player, open world, story driven RPG. No hidden catch. You get what you pay for. No bullshit. Just honest gaming like with Wild Hunt. We leave greed to others. A bit of a... Very the much end, so. Nice, yeah. THQ Nordic yeah. took, a, took a swipe at EA as well. When they, they bought the the Biomutant developer. Oh, what did they say? Oh, God. Because I remember that happening. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, they they said something. something. Answer. I think they even hashtagged EA at the end. Really? Of what they said. It's a really... Yeah. We're the, buying the, a studio and you're closing them. Something, something <laughs> yeah. on those lines. They're very much the whipping boys at the minute. Yeah, right. No. Poor EA. Poor I little know, EA. I mean. Poor EA. <laughs> the underdogs. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, like it's, I mean, I I don't know. It, it's a it's a story that I think I will probably rage on for another bit. I don't see yeah. an end to this just yet. No. Like, but let's talk about the CG project thing though, because everyone was like, "Yeah, CD project, great." Yeah. Uh, but sort of everyone forgot that they were most recently in the news before that for potentially treating their employees like shit. Oh, so, <laughs> really? Yeah, everyone forgot. Yeah, because uh, like loads of uh, reviews, were, well, a few reviews were left on Glassdoor saying like this unnecessary crunch, this bullying, like the executives don't give a shit about games and oh, stuff. Wow. That, that was when they said some said, people like, aren't yeah. cut out for it or something. Yeah, exactly. It? Cut out for games development. But now because they were like, no, we'll give you a big game, like Wild Hunt. Everyone's like, yeah, CD Projekt. <laughs> mm. Well, like over the past couple of years, they have carved out a little... Little corner of of oh, the gaming yeah. sphere for themselves as the the good guys, be that with The Witcher or be that with GOG and kind of going like Steam. Pff, we have DRM free games over yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, they're they're very transparent, at least about like what they're doing with their game. Like they they are now known for like just putting big things on social media and stuff, being like, hey, here's what's going on. But um, I don't know. And also, they're saying like you get what you pay for. We don't know what that's going to be. Still, like there could still be an online element to the game. Yeah. They're just, you know, 
they're just saying won't be games as a service game, I guess. It doesn't seem like CD Projekt style, though, to do some sort of online thingy, right? But didn't they get like shitloads of funding for their online did project? They? Yeah, oh, God. They, they, they did some right. sort of something. I can't remember whether they got like a lot of a lot of money invested because they're working on some sort of online something. Uh, do you know what would be good in a CD Projekt Red game? Actually, it would be a sort of a safe mode where you do where you can just <laughs> explore, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you yeah. can explore the area and you don't have to There's worry no, about no nasties <laughs> coming up to you. They should take a page out of uh, Frictional Games' book because Soma is coming to Xbox One with. Funnily enough, an, an optional safe an mode. An optional safe mode. Wow, wow that's, that's crazy. I, you're so surprised. I can I see know. it in your face. <laughs> it's shocking. No, I, I think this is quite cool because, well, effectively, right, this optional safe mode allows you to explore the game world and take in the story without having to deal with the monsters. Because when Soma came out, a lot of people really enjoyed it. Mm. But the thing they enjoyed about it most, I think you're one of them, Alice, was the story and the world more so than I was going to say yeah. combat but like there was no combat you no, ran away running from away from stuff yeah um, yeah well like some people are saying that that's good because they thought the monsters were shit and not scary and some people are saying it's good because they like they, they, they want to try it but they find you know being running away from monsters frightening uh, and either way I think the the kind of horror element of the game for me was not in the monsters it was in in the story and in the, in the kind of the story it was telling Mm. to do with kind of human intelligence and you know, all this kind of stuff. So it, I think it's really good. And I think other horror games should think, I mean, it wouldn't work with all horror games because a lot of horror games do rely oh, on that blessed. kind of, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's because of <laughs> what the story is in Soma that it would work. Mm. Like you couldn't have it in a lot of, all, like Amnesia, for instance, you you need the horror element in that mm. or Outlast. Soma, one question do you think that the safe like an optional safe mode in, in any game like this like um, I actually can't think of any other one that would be similar uh, do you think that an, a safe mode should become available after you finish the game or or, or is it like is it detrimental that it's available um, from the very beginning no I don't think so I think it's up to the developer to to sort of decide how they want the the game and the experience that they they've made in the story they're telling to be best experienced. Um, so I think if they if they think it works either way, then yeah, totally. But if if they think you know what this this needs to be played with the monsters first or whatever because mm. they feel like the monsters add something extra or whatever that would be missing if you played it without them, then yeah. But I don't, I don't think it's it's up to us to say, no, you must earn playing it without monsters. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair because monsters are scary, like whether they're big apes or big lizards or big wolves. That's, yeah. They, they can... <laughs> those are the only three kinds of monsters. Yeah. Those are the only three kinds of monsters. And they're, they are scary, Rich, aren't they? Oh, incredibly scary. So, especially when they're rampaging through a city. What we need is some sort of muscle-bound hero to combat these monsters. Possibly a former WWE wrestler. <laughs> yeah, possibly. It's funny you should say that, Rich, because that's what we're getting with Rampage. Oh. So they're they're making the, the 80s Midway classic mm-hmm. into, a, into a film. And The Rock is playing Davis Okoye. I'm going to, I think, I believe that's how you pronounce his surname. Okoye. Uh, who... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. He, he basically <laughs> he basically looks after this albino gorilla called George, I think it is. And mm. he, he's, he's a big fan of George. 
and then I don't know some nasty human bastard. Are you making this up? Come, is, this, no. is this really the story? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then some yeah. nasty bastard human people come in, and they're like, I don't know, they're doing some sort of test oh, or something like that. Uh, Negan from um, the That's Walking Dead. Oh, it is. What's his oh. name again? Jeffrey Dean. Yes, yeah, right. It's also no, say Jeffrey. he's. Dean something. He's playing oh. the same character but in a suit this time. So. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. They do some tests and then George grows and grows and The Rock is like, hey, leave him alone. He's like, no, no, it's grand. We'll look after him. And then the monkey goes fucking mad. And <laughs> goes, goes ape shit. <laughs> yeah, very good. But my issue with this is, is that's not the story of the game. This is going away from Rampage lore. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. See, because this, because this is the problem because with the game, game this is the problem with game films exactly yeah, yeah, because yeah. in the games, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't aren't all the monsters humans first and they turn into apes and lizards and wolves? I haven't played Rampage. No, I mean, so I no one know. no one would believe that, Colin. We've got. <laughs> Are you thinking of Altered Beast on the Mega Drive? Because <laughs> that that's like that. Uh, that is like that. I haven't played Rampage I don't know and you've played Altered Beast you, yeah. you're the real monster Altered Rich. Beast's amazing what a disgusting <laughs> video game that is go back and play it now what oh it's great it holds up it's, it completely holds up I'd much prefer <laughs> to eat a banana and <laughs> and well, for the purpose for the purpose of this segue I don't like bananas I do but look you know, for, you for sure, I'm going to pretend I don't yeah, like bananas. It's good. I'm after getting confused now in my own head as to what I was doing. <laughs> I was trying to basically say that minions enjoy bananas. Right. Right. That's where I was going with okay. that. Because Nintendo is in talks with uh, the Minion Studio to make a Mario Brothers film. Now, why would you make a new Mario Brothers film when the original film was so definitive? <gasps> so good, wasn't so it? So definitive. <laughs> Dennis Hopper and yeah. uh, Bob Hoskins. So exactly, yeah. good. Defining roles. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, John Leguizamo as well. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. Lest we forget, as Luigi. Yeah. Love it. So, cause, I mean, if you haven't seen the live-action Mario Brothers, then... <laughs> Don't. What have you been doing with your life? <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Completely avoided. They're actual plumbers. When was the last, and, time, and was the last time you saw it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like five years of age no <laughs> it's an awful I watch it, shit <laughs> I watch it whenever it's on TV you know when you're flicking through it's always on around Christmas just once every decade when was it last on telly <laughs> I can't no. imagine it was on recently it's always on you know when it's like it's, on, it's around the holidays when they need really? shit to pad the schedule yeah it's like I've, in between Cool Runnings and Willy Wonka or yeah, something yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, John Logzamo uh, is Luigi and Bob Hoskins is Mario and they play actual plumbers from Brooklyn who follow Princess Daisy who is not a princess but is in fact I think some species of paleontologist oh, wow. <laughs> into an alternate world where there are dinosaurs well they're not even dinosaurs really are they they're just the, the Goombas the Goombas are just people yeah they've got little tiny heads right no that happens by oh, that, accident oh does it anyway oh, I can't remember <laughs> I cannot remember it well either way they're in talks to make an animated film which I think makes sense mm. you know like mm. Mario very popular yeah. As we saw with Super Mario's Odyssey, the he just his popularity never wanes. So mm. like why not? Seems like a because, no brainer to me. Yeah, but like the minions are awful shit, so See, but they're not like the minions oh, they, are, uh, gra- they're grand. Everyone they're not the awful minions. shit. <laughs> the film the films were they're, not. They're very popular, good. so fucking no 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 no. the <laughs> people behind the minions have made an awful lot of money that's true but the films were not very good they make funny little the minion noises. standalone films were not very good i i always okay. forget this but what I've, are the because i've never actually seen any of the films are the standalone films poor yeah they're not very good i mm. mean they're probably fine if you 
have a child or whatever and you need them mm. to shut, the first, shut up. The first Despicable <laughs> Me is a good show. Yeah, Despicable Me. I never me. saw the second one. Despicable Me is alright. Three of them? Yeah, third yeah. one's not up to that. But yeah, the Minions movies are not good. Uh, all I remember is falling asleep halfway through Despicable Me, so... But did you know? Yeah. I, always, I, I always forget that the voice of one of the original Minions in the first Despicable Me was Jermaine from Flight of the Concords. Oh, wow. That's what? Cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. One of the voices of the Minions. One of the Minions. I don't know which one. So they just had Jermaine there just going like, banana. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's peculiar. It's a and waste enjoyable. of an actor. Waste of a talent, that, isn't it? On to what we've been playing. And more so, what the two of you have been playing. Now, Rich, shut your trap, right? Because <laughs> I heard enough from you last week on this. But not really. Okay. You can tell me in a minute, because I know you'd already kind of just started the, mm, the campaign. Magic, but yeah. Alice Bell, yep. you have been deep mm. into Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. I want to know what's it like. It's fine. Like glowing. Well, so I do that we do have a review in progress up at the moment. Mm. Uh which I did while I was on my holidays. Mm. Uh and I hadn't played loads of it. I'd I'd done single player and decent decent enough chunk of the multiplayer. Uh, but then they changed everything and then said they were going to change everything again. So I don't know when would be appropriate to finish the review. Um, that, that was one interesting thing, all right, when review started to come up and you saw some dissenting opinions saying that, like, they're, they're changing and we don't know what's happening and they have changed it a few times. So Yeah, so I might, we'll see when they next make a mm. statement about what's going to happen. Either but way, currently, how how are you getting on with this? All right, yeah, I mean, this is the thing, like, the uh, the single-player campaign is fine. Like, the bits with um, the new character item versus are actually pretty good. I like that bit and her kind of story, but they're sort of... The crowbar in of these, like, uh, missions with the, the old-school Star Wars heroes. Um... And and they're a bit weird, like they're sort of fun because you're like, oh, it's that guy. But then also just kind of weird. And it's a fan service. Yeah, but kind of a bit shit fan service. Because also they haven't obviously got it's like not what fan service is meant to be. It's but, meant to be good for fans. Well, because like, you're, you're like, a Star Wars diehard. I diehard, but yeah, I really like Star Wars. Like it's fine, but it's also just because it's obviously because they've got like they've still got the the heroes that were in Battlefront. Uh, and there's the heroes um, and villains, like heroes fight multiplayer as well. So I guess they were just like, let's make use of these like model character models we have. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't have like um, the the actual actors, uh, so it's just like a kind of uncanny version of like whoever. Oh, so they don't spoil have, who's in it. They don't have likenesses. Well, they have likenesses, but obviously they're a bit... Don't have the, the voices. Is, like, the likenesses are a bit off, don't you think? They're a little bit off. And I think it's as well because you're so familiar. Like, you know yeah. what they're supposed to look like that you notice... And what they're supposed to sound like, too. Yeah, they, so they you, don't sound You like notice they that they're kind of not yeah. right more than... That's always jarring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when in, in any, like, generally games, mm. when it's, yeah, it's a, a tie-in and they don't have... Mm. It's like, it looks like Chris Pratt, but it doesn't sound exactly yeah, yeah, like Chris Pratt. Yeah. And then also, like, the single player ends really abruptly because they've gone up to as far as they can and then you, like, you have to watch the next film, the film. and then the new bit will come out. Yeah. So it, that that was very jarring. Uh, the multiplayer is still, it's still really fun just 
I've had some server issues. I got kicked from some Starfighter Assault games. Starfighter Assault, the new version of it, is much better. This is the the air yeah pew pew. battles. Yeah. Space. Space. Because mm. it is actually probably in space now. Yeah. Um it's pre- like they're really good. Like the it the handling I think is better. Uh the kind of the way the missions uh, are structured with the kind of push and pull back and forth is really good. There's some really good maps. I was mm-hmm. uh playing so Starfire Assault is, uh, I think, 24 players, so 12v12. Is that yep, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then uh, Galactic Assault is the 40-player. Uh, the big kahuna. The big, huge. Mm. Which one is, is that? The massive battles. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, mm. so there are, I mean, like, the Jakku... Uh, no, Assault on um, Assault on Theed map is really good. Yeah. Uh, still a standout. That was the beta one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a really good one... Uh, where you have to like either steal a an asset walker or like def- defend an asset walker kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there's some really really good maps. I think they're a lot better than they used to be. They've got a lot more kind of hidden bits and like versatility mm. stuff. And then the kind of shorter versus battles, like the the twenty v twenty, um, and then the I think it's eight v eight, uh, short kind of crunch ones are really really good as well. Like the multiplayer is really fun, but then you have the progression system, yes. which is <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, so star cards before didn't used to be as significant as they are now. So star cards before... You before s- microtransactions were taken out? Or no, sorry, what before, you, in, the origi- old game, in the old game. In, yeah. in battle, in the original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in 2000. And <laughs> <laughs> Whenever it was. Um, uh. So in, in Star Wars Battlefront that came out in 2015, mm-hmm. star cards would, I think, switch your weapons around. That was Yeah, you'd have white ones that were just like your loadout, basically. And you could upgrade them to black ones over time. And they just sort of boosted them a little bit. Okay. But Not n- to such a degree that they were, you know. Yeah. But now you have... Uh, start the star cards do stuff like um, you will have like like Rich men- mentioned they were like uh, common, rare, and like uncommon and epic. So mm. like loot in RPGs almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you get like an epic star card, that's good. That's a fucking well good version of a, yeah. a rate. So you can get like a an an epic grenade that is like a fucking well good grenade, and it is noticeably a lot better. Uh, and then you also they also boost your abilities so. They might like make your health regenerate faster, or make like if you're in a you die in a starship, they'll make your lasers better. That's the thing. There are different star cards for each class, yeah, and each class of sh- of starfighter ship, and each hero as well. Yeah. They all do specific things, and you can't use like your assault trooper star cards on like the officer mm. and all those cards. So there's loads of them, and it's kind of cool how customizable it is, but then also so. Like complex and how like I think last week, and this is from someone who yeah hadn't played the game at that point and only played like two hours of it. Now I I said that the system was impenetrable because I genuinely yeah, so, think it fucking almost is. It's so complex. So right, like you're each character that you so each class. So I'm leveling up the assault class like trooper right now in Galactic Assault. And to level up, you have to unlock more star cards, right? Now you get star cards by buying by them. buying them, by getting loot crates. So you can buy loot crates currently with your credits, which you earn in battles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, 
then you but then also like you only have three star card slots but they only unlock at like the other two like the second and third unlock at when you get to like levels five and ten or five and fifteen mm-hmm. of that character which means you need to have star cards to equip star cards yeah it's ludicrous and and so then when you get a loot box you like i i wanted to get some star cards for uh a starfighter um so i was like well i'll I'll have a go at the loot box system to see how it works. So I bought, using credits, using the in-game currency, using credits I'd earned, I bought a Starfire Star card. But it just gave me like, uh, it gave me some uh, crafting materials, which you can get in loot boxes to uh, craft Star cards. Uh, And then like some um, uh, cosmetic stuff for the, the Millennium Falcon, which I hadn't unlocked yet. Oh, and it wow. didn't actually give me a star card for the fighter that I wanted. Oh. Like, that's the shit thing about Jeez. it, is that you can get... Like, yeah, you might have Darth Vader unlocked or whatever, but you can actually get cards to be yeah. used for Darth Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, it's... It's frustrating because the core gameplay is fun, but it's it's... It, like it is frustrating you'll see like so, so like it does make a difference like an enemy will have fucking loads of epic, epic weapons cards, that yeah. he may have he may have been grinding for but he might have bought you know and and it makes a difference in battle and stuff and it makes it pay to win really have you been coming across similar issues rich yeah i mean anyone who pre-ordered the game got um like a pack of epic cards for certain heroes so if you're in a heroes versus villains match and you come up against ray Chances are you're going to get screwed over because anyone who pre-ordered will have epic cards for Ray straight out the gate kind of thing. Mm. So straight away you're, you're screwed. Mm. I think um, it's more noticeable in the lower number matches, yeah. which is a shame because I think they, they can be the most yeah. fun when they're nicely balanced. But like Rich says, if you're in like the 4v4 Heroes v Villains and someone's got all their epic yeah. stuff... It massively makes a difference. You need only see the scoreboard at the end of a match and someone will have like 37 kills or something and you'll have three. And you'll be like, well, clearly, you know, I'm not the best player in yeah, the world. Yeah, I will allow that I might not be right a bit here. shit. Like- yeah, but something's clearly not correct in this. So, yeah, it, it's definitely, it throws things off. Um, I did the same thing as Alice and bought a, a loot crate with the in-game credits and I tried crafting some cards as well, but it's so hard to come across craft- enough crafting materials. So, you can unlock a card for about 40 scrap or whatever. Mm-hmm. But to upgrade it, you've then got to get to the requisite card level and then you've got to have scrap on top of that as well. And the player <laughs> level too. So it's like... So to get, yeah, to get to the player, you have to get to the player level so you have to grind to play it. And then to get to the requisite card level, you also have to have more star cards for that character. <laughs> and, and then you have to upgrade yeah. it with like the, the crafting materials. So like, <laughs> how... But at the same time, you just can never not be playing the game. Either you buy it, or you can like buy the loot boxes, or you can never not be playing. Yeah. But it also sounds like Alice, you're positive enough on the core game, and Rich, you're similar. Yeah, uh, the core game is great. Yeah, it's really, really fun. I really like it. If if they completely threw away all the star card shit, I'd be like, brilliant. Or just even change it so it's not as convoluted and weird yeah, as it yeah. is just make the star cards maybe not have different rarities so that they're all at a similar level because it just you know it's unbalanced have you, pl- you have to play it so much as well that it, if if you come across people who are who have all 
like shitloads better stuff than you it gets frustrating having to play it because mm. you'll keep getting dicked on by like the same dude because he's mm. gonna press yeah x i'll do the next game again yeah because i'm having a fucking great time yeah. like mm. he's racking up 40 kills a match isn't he <laughs> it's all right when he's like when the the fucking matchmaking puts him on your team and you're like well good this yeah, guy's yeah. allowed <laughs> have you played more of the single player i finished it yeah so i finished the campaign similar thoughts to alice about it yeah being- yeah. Fan service, but not oh, I kinda, good I, fan service. I kind of like the fan service bits. There, there's a one bit later in the game where I'm like, okay, now this really does feel quite shoehorned in. Um, <laughs> you probably know the Is bit. Is it like the final bit? Yeah. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I'm just like, what? They should have really? ended it before that yeah, one. absolutely. It's Cause, just cause stupid. Because the, the final level, like just before that, it ends on a really proper like Star Wars moment, yeah, like the end of a film, and mm. then it's and then it literally goes like many decades later, yeah. and does a final level, <laughs> and then just ends. It doesn't have a natural ending, and that's, o- that's obviously, as you say, to to lead into yeah, what's it called, the Last Jedi. But like, yeah. I, like I get that. I get that Disney would have been like, you can't fucking mm-hmm. like you've got it. But like, at least if they'd stopped at the level before, it wouldn't have been as like as yeah fucking obvious i would much rather have this new chapter that's out next month have it open with that yeah with that, that, with that the last more, mission yeah that would make far more sense much more sense yeah mm. so. I, I, yeah it, it's it's a shame because like all the microtransactions the progression system so on and so forth it that is a shame because uh, a lot of people do seem to be enjoying the game itself mm-hmm. yeah but this, yeah, the the star cards and all that, and the crystals uh, are a turn off for yeah. for many people. Yeah. The gold flying the ointment. But like as loot boxes go, they're not really any more aggressive than others we've seen in recent games. But it's just the convoluted, fucking, yeah. needlessly and potentially like like I said, like potentially deliberately complicated nature of how they're mm. integrated and. The fucking grind is, I th- I think, what's what people have. I mean, yeah, the grind. I, I've seen like a backlash to the backlash happening where people are saying like, ah, it's fine. Actually, mm-hmm. like it's only people that haven't played it that are complaining. Mm. But the progression system is bad. Yeah, it's a legitimate, and it's thing. and it, but and not even just because of the loot boxes, because of the whole the whole way it works. Mm. Yeah, it's just putting all these pieces together and trying to put. <laughs> Trying to put like <laughs> parts upon parts. Yeah, yeah. It's just so awkward. It reminds and me of a popular. What does toy. it remind you of, Rich? Uh, what's it called? Lo- logo. Le- Me- Lego. Mega, Mega Blocks. Yeah. 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 Connects. Duplo, yeah. yeah. Uh, super. Super. Superheroes. <laughs> oh, my God. Rich, uh, to put the two of them together. You have been playing oh, Lego Colin, Marvel Superheroes. I, I marvel too. at your segues. <laughs> Fuck off. Please do tell. What what is this like? Is it a Lego game? Is this Lego game like the other Lego games? It is, yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm starting to get kind of a little bit worn out on the whole uh, Lego Lego formula. Yeah. I love Lego, but um the games there's a lot of long winded boss battles in it. Um, I'm about halfway through the game now, I think. I've got like 10 chapters left. It seems to be going on forever. I don't remember the Lego games being this interminable. I mean, it doesn't seem to have an end in sight, Column. Help me. They're they're lengthy games, the ones that I've played anyway. It's like 20 hours. They're designed mm. for kids, aren't they? What kid puts 20 hours into a game? 
Have you got a hundred percent it as well? You're looking at like, God, I don't know, fifty something hours probably. But it, it does it follow similar paths in that, uh, like the last game or mm. the first game in the series, I should say, you could switch between characters, couldn't you? Yeah. And each character had special abilities. I can't remember what they probably called something now, but no. when you walk up to, a, like if it's a green glowing block, you go like, oh, yeah, I know yeah, that's yeah. meant to be Iron Man or whatever, so yeah. I'm going to use his power and it's just all that kind of stuff. And invariably, you don't have Iron Man, so you have to come back later in free play and do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you have to play it through twice if you want to see everything. Um, but there is some cool stuff in there. There's some multiplayer stuff now. The, you can co-op some of the things, the activities together. Uh, there's competitive arena with the Grandmaster kind of watching over as you uh, fight over Infinity Stones. Uh, what else is there? There's um, loads of new characters. No X-Men, sadly. No Fantastic Four. It's that whole Marvel Cinematic Universe thing again, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Uh, the character customizer is very good. You can make your own hero. So I've made Wolverine. Look, I didn't know that. Can you make? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you said, "Oh, well, he's my favorite Sony character." Or who, who owns it? Is it uh, Sony? Uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. I think. So, uh, do you create a character that like comes into the Avengers or something? Like, what's the? Is there a story? reasoning behind this there is it's introduced to you uh, you can customize up to 10 characters i believe out of different parts you've unlocked so i made wolverine with dr strange's hair so he's kind of an old man wolverine because he's got the white streaks uh, old man logan logan yeah, yeah exactly um and then just sort of a yellow body uh you know arms blue, blue, <laughs> blue, arms. blue gloves claws um and then you can define his abilities as well so he's invulnerable um, I've perhaps made him too fast uh, and he can do everything Wolverine can do so you know if there's any characters that are missing that you like you can you can make them hmm. pretty, you, know, you can do a, a decent enough approximation of that character I like that Rich yeah, down the man yeah exactly yeah. stick it to the man yeah. up yours man Delta man I, I, <laughs> I would I would tell a man he was lying Come yeah, on. He if he was you'd shout at him wouldn't yeah. you yeah no if he was telling the truth I would also accept that the whole good Cop, bad Good cop, cop, bad cop kind of thing, thing. yeah. <laughs> uh, which, Rich, you have been employing those techniques in L.A. Noir, the I new, have, what's, what, is it called Definitive Edition or no, something? No, it's just called L.A. Noir. Was <laughs> it? Just released it in 4K um, for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. It's on the Switch uh, on, as on well. The Switch on, as oh, well, yeah. on the Switch, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, I've been playing on Xbox One. I started it last night, did the first case. Uh, it looks nice. Um Looks pretty. They've changed the buttons. We were discussing that earlier. Yeah, so they have changed it from truth, lie, and doubt, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was like it was truth, doubt, lie, and then doubt was the one where you thought you'd kind of you'd, you'd kind like, of go if, like if you're going to doubt someone, you're going to be like, ah, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Rather than Cole Phelps <laughs> going, fuck you, exactly. <laughs> you're a fucking liar. So <laughs> like, that's not what doubting is. No, exactly. So now it's good cop, bad cop, lie. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop, accused. Accused, sorry. Accused, yeah. yeah. So it feels it a little bit more better. And I was going to say, does yeah. it feel better? Kind of, yeah. Because accused does uh, feel like a more fitting description of what he's doing mm-hmm. rather than doubt. Because, like you say, doubt is like, uh, I don't know. Uh, whereas accused is like, you fucking did it, you liar. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, wait, is accused doubt now? Because I thought yeah, I bad so. cop I thought, was doubt. I thought bad cop was doubt. Oh, bad I think you're right. Doubt. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know. It's lie. Uh, you c- accuse is lie then. Uh, so, good cop is truth. Truth. Bad cop is doubt. Mm. Accuse is lie. And yeah, it makes more sense. Are you are you enjoying revisiting Eleanor? Actually, how, yeah. how does it look? 
this um i i remember when it originally came out i kind of gave it the benefit of the doubt with the kind of detachment between the heads and the body <laughs> but it's more pronounced now i think um it's a little bit jarring because the heads are so like super realistic mocap yeah and then the bodies are a little bit stilted and yeah Gaming. it doesn't it doesn't quite work and in 4k it's even more pronounced but it still holds up still a really good game what i've played so far and uh i remember enjoying it a lot the first time around so yeah i i was at the first time around i think i really liked it but it mm. is it does go off the rails towards the end right well yeah i mean no i was yeah. i was going to say something but i uh, won't because spoilers it would that. be a spoiler yeah but yeah eleanor yeah. was all right. It was good enough. I really liked it. Would you say yeah. it's the archetypal 7 out of 10? I would say Eleanor is 7. I overscored it massively when it came out. So I, I, uh, do you want to know what I gave it? 100 or... Not far tip. off. What? 96. That's... Ludicrous. Outrageous. Stupid. Yep. But at the time we were, everyone was but like... that's what I mean. So, like, <laughs> Eleanor, if you break it down, it's a good game. It is yeah. a good game. But personally, anyway, I had built it up in my head so much that this was going to be... The next generation, the faces are so real. Well, the faces this is like were incredible at the time. It did feel like, whoa, like the lip syncing oh, and just, it, it's like a real face. That guy from Mad Men, yeah, that exactly. guy from mm. fucking Heroes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. They were all in there and they were like acting and stuff in a game. I mean, but come on. It's quite common now. Yeah, it's really common. Like, yeah. <laughs> but at the time, it was like, oh my God. It's in Star Wars Battlefront 2's campaign. Yeah. Like, should we talk about the loot boxes? I don't think we've talked enough mm. about them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, Eleanor, yeah, worth revisiting, I reckon. Worth playing for the first time if you haven't before? Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely. You were almost a Jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly listen? Let's go bowling. This is my favourite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Yay! Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who? Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Alice Bell, and you, Reese Walker, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop, and then give me some answer. Clue number one. My first appearance in a video game came in 2010. 2010. Not that long ago. Seven years, I believe. Clue number two. My second video game, a smaller, not exactly direct sequel, was released two years later. In 2012. Stop. Ah, fuck off, Rich Walker. Alan Wake. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Is it? <laughs> did you see my piece no, of No, I swear to God, I did. absolutely didn't. And this week's winner is Rich Walker. <laughs> Thank you. I thought it was 2009. Uh, no, it's 2010. 10, okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. You're making me dumb. I said, no, though, seeing as you are the Alan Wake it was king. A little, um, it was a little direct se- uh, indirect sequel thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Well, you have to go through <laughs> clues. My first appearance in video game came in 2010, Alan Wake. My second video game, smaller, not exactly direct sequel, was released two years later. Alan Wake's uh, American Nightmare. Uh, clue number three, even though you didn't need a rich, many have been hoping for a sequel for years. One was in development, but was cancelled, and ideas from that were taken into a 2016 release. The excellent Quantum Break. Um. Uh, clue number four, I am a 33-year-old former best-selling author. <laughs> Is he 33? He's 33, yeah. Oh, uh, He's a best-selling author and he's two years younger than I am. Uh, my first game 
has become a cult classic like a lot of the works of an inspiration from my own character Stephen King mm. so yeah well done Rich thanks, thanks. You know, yeah, I if, remember. I'd have, if I'd have seen your paper I'd have dragged it out a bit longer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember about Alan Wake is, is all those lads getting annoyed because they zoomed in on like the truck in the background and it wasn't fucking a smooth oh, line or what? something like really? that some sort of that. resolution oh, nightmare wow. thing about it Jesus I, do you know Quantum Break I do genuinely think gets a little bit of a doing. Mm. It was all right. Is that the yeah. one with what's his face from Lord of the Rings? I have no idea. Daniel's oh, from uh, The Wire yeah. is in it. Do- uh, what's his name? Little uh, Aidan Gillen is in it. Little Finger. Uh, oh, da- that's right. He's the brother. He's Dominic the brother, yeah, uh, Manahan. Yeah. And who, what's the name of the main guy? Um, He's kind of the uh, least well-known, really. Yeah, he was Iceman. In, in oh, Mr. Freeze, yeah, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He yeah. wasn't. Was he? I know. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I've forgotten his name. Damn it, Bill. Every Tuesday, we send the call out on Twitter.com via our own Twitter account, Video Gamer and ask for your questions for this this question segment of the podcast. And you answer in kind, you wonderful people. Daniel Davis asks: If microtransactions aren't the way forward, what crazy ideas would you put forward for games to make more money? Branded cigarettes. Solid choice, <laughs> yeah. right? Have you yeah. uh, have you furthered this idea? <laughs> Uh, uh, no one will uh, listen. Any, any character <laughs> is specific to Ra- rabbits branded uh, rabbits, rabbits, ra- rabbits <laughs> branded, branded cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah, what would you call them? Uh, Lambert and Boatler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yes, yes. <laughs> Done. Boanson and Hedges. <laughs> Callahan is laughing mightily. Yes. Silcott Boilu. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know enough about rabbits. <laughs> But I assume that's something they apparently. say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alice Bell, what? what oh, ma- I don't make, know. make good games. Like yeah, indie games. There you go. They don't have much traction. Well, like small. The, cra- the crazy ideas to make more money is probably, in all honesty, to not put as much money into games or put up the price of games. The, uh, no, that's bad. Don't, don't, don't the, suggest the, that. The, the, you know, base, the have, base cost price of a game. Have more of your double A games. Like even today, at time of recording, Square uh, news came out that the Square CEO was talking about Left Alive mm. on a recent investors call, and he said that we wanted to have a triple A brand. I don't have the quote to hand now, but but we're not going to put in massive amounts of money into it. And to read that straight away, you would go like, whoa, Jesus, you're expecting a lot then. But I think what it is, is the double A game, the yeah. mid-tier game, which I, I would welcome more of those. Like, like yeah, your, your your old classics, like I suppose THQ was probably a mid-tier my, publisher. Absolutely. And, Some uh, of my favourite games were mid-tier. Like, people forget about like games like Binary Domain. Exactly. That was a great that game. That kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, that kind of shit. I think more people will, will think about it now, though, because um, Hellblade made all of its money back <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and proved that that kind of game can be commercially viable. Yep. Mm. So, do you remember when we used to be happy with a sort of eight to ten hour campaign and I nothing do, else? I do, yeah. And that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just kind of adds on a little bit to the loot box conversation. Is the fight back against loot boxes finally starting or is this just a one-off because Star Wars... I just so, think loot so yeah. boxes should remain, but they should just be cosmetic, cosmetic. shit. The, yeah. the, as you say, Overwatch and yeah. Dota. Fucking, I'll tell you, he must be well pleased with all this EA shit. Activision. 
they were on the cusp of getting yeah. the Call of Duty points. Massive, massive backlash against the Call <laughs> of Duty boxes. And it just sort of just died down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quietly fizzled out. Ross McMahon asks, what is the best purchase you have ever made under £50? Hmm. Uh, oh, uh, I've told you about the fueling the fire. Uh, the Fireball Whiskey sponsored uh, kind of scar punk <laughs> tour. Right, yeah. I mentioned to you before. That was well under £50. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's such a great purchase. <laughs> so you can get a ticket for this uh, this tour called Fueling the Fireball. Which is, uh, it's. I think they're about twenty pounds or less, even, but uh, per ticket, and then you get to see like uh, five bands that were really big in the nineties. <laughs> so like, uh, we went last year, well, more and it was like, reach. I know, right? We went last year, <laughs> so and it was uh, there's Mariachi. Well, they're still big now. Mariachi Bronx were there, so that's like the Mariachi band of El Bronx, um, and. Um, Less than Jake were headlining, oh, yeah. and then this year we went. And it was real big fish headlining, uh, and anti flag were really good. I'm sorry, who anti flag? But thank they, you. Yeah, but they call themselves anti flag. So listen less of us. It's because right, don't, uh, <laughs> it could be confused for a u n t i e flag. Oh, very flag. Yeah. True. Yeah, right. yeah, that's fair. Uh, and. Um, the Mad Caddies were really good. Were they there? Yeah. Hmm. A rich Walker. Oh, your best God, purchase under £50. A Snickers bar. I, I really don't solid, know. Solid, solid choice. Don't, don't uh, I was going to go with a booze bar myself. <laughs> uh, Noah Little uh, says, I am sad that in Assassin's Creed Origins, there isn't a scene with Cleopatra stacking a pyramid of chocolate balls covered in hazelnuts. When finished, she stretches her arm out to Bayek and says, have a pharaoh. <laughs> that is brilliant so is there sweet is there a sweet from a game you've craved in real life a sweet from a, a sweet game? from a game that you've craved in real life what? I like uh, okay I'll tell you what I genuinely have always liked the look of the sweet cakes in Skyrim oh yeah this big cake good. covered in those icing sweet rolls didn't they make some of those to promote Elder Scrolls Online or something a while uh, back no a direct competitor to this website made <laughs> Oh really? Sweet roll, yeah. Oh shit! Oh dear. Okay. No, that never <laughs> happened. Um, yeah, that's a good shout. I th- it's sweet. I always enjoyed the the table setting in Micro Machines. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, I true. think there was probably. I'm, I'm going to hazard a guess there was a, there's some a sort sweet of pastry. One. There's probably. Yeah, I think it was a yeah. breakfast table. There was probably some form of pastry on yeah. there. That was quite nice. I'm not. I'm not normally a fan of a pastry. However, I did have a pastry recently, and I enjoyed it. That's the end of my story. What pastry was it? Uh, I'm sure there's some sort of energy giving it was, chocolate it bar was, in a game. Oh, or what's the, the swirly one? What's that called? Cinnamon well. Was it? A Danish. <laughs> I'm looking a, da- at a Danish. A uh, Danish? No. <laughs> Yeah, Dangerous yeah, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nikki Wilson, uh, Nikki Wilson says Xbox are selling first-party games on PC, which cuts into sales of Xbox One consoles. If Xbox is doing the math and doesn't care, why does anyone else care? It's not like they make much profit on console console sales anyway. Does anyone care? I mean, it's all money going to Microsoft, so I assume they don't give that much. But, they, but I mean, Xbox, the Xbox One X had a decent first-party adoption bunch of sales went the first Xbox adoption. One like, X has um, surprised me the, the sales the day one early, there were a yeah. bunch of early adopters uh, it will probably die off a little bit but it's a very nice console they're doing alright they mm. probably don't give a shit yeah. Michael says the twat across the street from me has his Christmas tree up already when is the appropriate time for the decorations 1st of December yeah December you're alright yeah. December you're okay yeah. November mm, touch and go come on 
Yeah. Come on now. Now, this weekend is a tricky one, right? Because uh-huh. this weekend is, like, what will that be? 28th of November? I think you can get away with that. Well, yeah. listen, I, I'm going to have to come out with it and tell you that's what I'm planning. Yeah. That's what, that's what uh, in our house, myself and ourselves, we're planning on doing it this weekend because that's the only chance we're going to get rich, right? Well, there you go. It's a busy time for everyone. Christmas, got to get out there, get the presents, and it's yeah. fucking stressful <laughs> for everyone involved. So it's like yeah. this weekend, we have a chance to put up the tree. We're going to put up the tree. Someone someone that's in fine. our flats, and I think I know which flat it was, um, put their Christmas tree out, like, out. So our flat is like gate, um, kind of open area, and then door into the flats and then each individual flat door and they put in the like vestibule area they just put a Christmas tree with a note on it saying free tree smiley face and it's like just f- take it to the fucking yeah. dump you pricks yeah. like free take the charity shop fuck off what a thoughtful gesture uh, Chris Kane uh, says thanks to games with gold my pile of shame is now ridiculous I've got something like 80 games installed on my Xbox One X and only really buy about three a year. Uh, as a working married man, I'll never play them all. Are games with gold and PlayStation Plus actually devaluing games? Interesting, Chris. It's a nice problem to have, isn't it? But I see where he's coming from. Because well, most people go... Ask? Well, you see, I think we're probably bad people to ask because mm. we have to play the kind of the newer stuff. Yeah. But I do think it, a lot of people would benefit from... PlayStation Plus and Games of Gold because yeah. uh, like what was the what was the last uh, you can get Tales from the Borderlands on Games of Gold right now mm-hmm. yeah. which is fantastic really Metal good. Gear Solid 5 was one plus, of them plus last month last was it? month yeah. like there's there is a lot of quality there mm. and like I remember I was a very early adopter with PlayStation Plus and Christ some of the stuff at the very beginning was atrocious like PlayStation yeah, yeah. 3 some of it was God off rubbish, yeah. But that was a time when I didn't have tons of games, mm. so I welcomed try mm. just trying out these kind of weirder, smaller titles. Whereas now, yeah, you're you're guaranteed at least one decently sized, fairly critically acclaimed or commercially. Yeah, and I imagine that makes a lot of people think, "Oh, I won't buy it now. I'll wait until it's free on PS Plus or mm-hmm. Games of Gold." Yep. And so, yeah, I know, I know what he means. And also, I mean, it worked out for Rocket League. No, absolutely. Uh, so that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. Of course, uh, we do have to say thank you very much to the VGBGs and your continued support. Uh, you're all lovely, lovely people. Uh, you'll be getting an extended bit of this podcast in just a moment. And also, if you are a VGBG, you also have last, regardless of what you back us at or pledge or whatever the terminology is you also have a video gamer extra podcast from last week asking you what you want from the VGBGs well what do what do you want from us uh, if you want to sign up to be a VGBG of course you can do so at patreon.com forward slash video gamer uh, we would also ask you to rate us on iTunes that would be a delight and you can follow us all on Twitter as well I am at Colin underscore Hearn Rich is at RichieW82 Alice is on Twitter at BabyGotBell and video gamers on all of your relevant social networks Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and Snapchat at VideoGamerCom and on YouTube YouTube.com forward slash VideoGamerTV but for all of your video gamer needs just head to VideoGamer.com Come and now it's time for my least favorite party show. This is the party show where we must bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. 
goodbye. Say goodbye, Alice Bell. Bye. And say goodbye, Colin Mahern Sloan. Go forward. <laughs>